Late Night Conversations. Social Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest, uh, who's no stranger to this side of uh, the A-team, Professor Andre Duvenacher, who's a political analyst at uh, the Northwest University. Professor Duvenacher, good evening. Thank you very much for joining us. Good evening, Patricia. Nice talking to you again. Oh, Professor, we are always talking about things that are very controversial. Right now, it's uh, touching the country and the president, and this is very uh, controversial, but not only controversial, it's also very, um, you know, uncomfortable for us as a country, especially because we're facing so many different pots that are boiling, (laughs) and this one is at the helm, being the head of state, and uh, this uh, Pala Pala farm scandal. Talk to us about the the reasoning behind the political parties meeting uh, today in Parliament, and uh, why? Why did they want to meet, and what is it that they are hoping to achieve? Uh, Patricia, to start with your initial comments, uh, I am in complete agreement with you that uh, we are experiencing major challenges in the country, uh, especially high levels of instability. It seems to be on the way to continue even further, and this is putting challenges to every one of us, also in an economic and in social way. But in this complicated package of challenges is the name Cyril Ramaphosa. And Mr. Ramaphosa, maybe in a bit of a controversial way, became our president in 2017 through buying over the votes of specifically Didi Mabuza and uh, the Mapumalanga group. And since that time, there was an active strategy uh, to replace him. And fortunately for him, the COVID process killed a lot of social and political activity. But after the COVID episode, we could see the mobilization of support against him yet again. In that time, we had the Zondo Commission, and the Zondo Commission had fundamental findings against political elites, amongst them people within the state security agency, also the Zumas, the Ismachishules, the Tony Yengenis, the Supramuamupelus, the majority of people that will later become to known as uh, the, the RET group or the Coalition of the Corrupt, however you would like to refer to them. And then about two, two and a half months ago, we had uh, uh, the former head of the intelligence service, Arthur Fraser, laying a charge against President Ramaphosa. This uh, uh, implicated a number of things. Uh, Money laundering was implicated, as well as uh, uh, the intimidation of people. There were tax laws involved and uh, a number of other things, which were serious charges. And at the moment, the opposition parties would like to know what is going on. Because within the AMC, Mr. Ramaphosa and the National Executive Committee had to step aside rule. And if you are prosecuted by the National Prosecution Authority, you need to step aside. And they try to force President Ramaphosa away by uh, getting a, a complaint against him, 
and trying to force the National Prosecution Authority to act against him. He didn't listen to that process. He sidestepped it basically by, uh, uh, let's put it, an argument of no comment, and uh, uh, they tried to put pressure on him. And uh, today we have seen, I think it was nine parties sitting together, and they decided on a process of impeachment. Now, impeachment is a process where there's an investigation into the conduct of the president, and through a certain process, the president can lose his position. Now, that process entails, in the first place, the identification of uh, people that know the law very well. In this case, four judges were identified. I don't know all the names, but it's uh, Hueng Hueng, it is uh, Yvonne Mohoro, and uh, there are two other judges also. They must investigate the whole Pala Pala incident, and then they must advise Parliament on how to act, and then if Parliament uh, Committee decide to act, then they need a two-third majority in Parliament, and then Mr. Ramaphosa will lose his position as President of the country. That is in a nutshell, but it's complicated. It is complicated. My question is, why is it that these political parties um, could not wait for Parliament's uh, Section 89 committee to be established uh, before having this um, particular meeting that will have this motion put forward? I think it has a lot to do with uh, the, the election within the ANC that will take place towards the end of the year. And they are concerned that Mr. Ramaphosa will follow the Zuma-Stalingrad type of strategy. He will postpone it and he will sidestep the process and they would like to get him to order the sooner the better. Now, my understanding is that the Democratic Alliance is doing this in terms of the principle of oversight that uh, the executive should be responsible to uh, the, the legislative uh, authority, and specifically in this case, Parliament. I think that is the same line other opposition parties are also following, but I think there is a second agenda. And for example, a person like uh, Julius Malema is also very much involved in getting rid of Mr. Ramaphosa. I believe he is aligned with the RET groups in the country. Uh, specifically very strong in KZN at the moment. Uh, And he also has charges against him. We think about the VBS bank scandal and so on. To me, there's a number of parties and or individuals that is very concerned, very much concerned about the investigations that may come from the Zondo Commission. And this will implicate senior leaders, We know there's court cases at the moment going on implicating Jacob Zuma and his uh, medical appeal. And uh, yes, generally speaking, the country is unstable, but yet it has a lot to do with the position of President Ramaphosa and the second term 
as president of the country. Well, what can we anticipate then, uh, Professor Duvenacher, around what uh, the, 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 the political parties that met today will come out? Bearing in mind that uh, the DA were, was not present at this particular meeting of the various parties. Yes, uh, okay, uh, let's put it this way. And I'm going to answer you in two ways. About the impeachment, I think it is highly unlikely that uh, President Ramaphosa will be removed as president through a process of impeachment. If it went through all the sub-processes, the last process of obtaining a two-third majority in Parliament, I think, is close to about impossible. And in that sense, I don't believe it's going to work. But what it will do, it will touch on the legitimacy of the president. It will touch on the so-called moral high ground of politics, because he's in a fight in the ANC, because he's acting against people that are, according to his assessment and findings, corrupt. These are people like Ace people that work for ESCOM, the Guptas, uh, Tony Yengenis, these type of people. And now he must show that he is clean. And it is from the Palapala case clear that he is not 100% clean. And I also heard rumors that uh, he may face more complaints in the future than only Palapala. The fact of the matter, the long nights are out for Mr. Ramaphosa. And uh, I think he's going to need all the strategy and tactics he can get to survive this ordeal. Fortunately for him, there's no strong candidate at the moment appearing from within the structures of the ANC to oppose him. But my understanding, and I have conversations with ANC people, they clearly told me that Ramaphosa must go, and the sooner the better, but definitely he mustn't stand for a second term. So I believe if the impeachment is not going to work, we will still see other forms of strategies that they will use to try and get rid of him. I understand there is a strong mobilization in the ANC to get support away from the Ramaphosa lines. I think there are new alliance, alliances coming into being for example, Paul Mashapile linking very much towards the RET groups, according to, to some of our sources. So I think there is a reconfiguration of the political forces in the ANC, and this is not healthy for Ramaphosa. And although the impeachment thing may not go the way opposition parties want it, it's going to affect the image of the president. Well, uh, let's leave it there, at least so we now have a better understanding of what we should be anticipating on this one. Thank you very much, uh, Professor Duvenacher, for joining us. Thank you.